some people join us later but uh let me introduce first over here uh, right over here right over here under me on the screen but number one in your hearts is the hitman hello hello how you doing tonight jeff good how about yourself brother well you know i'm tired of people dying in 2020 i know that man so uh can we just make it out of here yeah i know it's crazy um Hey, I'm the Dean of Old School, D. White, up here. This is the podcast World Order, and we're going to go through uh, all the craziness that is professional wrestling, sports entertainment, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but we're going to start off first and foremost with a little moment of silence right here up over my shoulder. You love that shoulder. Sorry. Uh, leaving us this week was one of uh, pro-, pro wrestling's true, uh, true legendary stars that Sort of went over the years. Uh, Tracy Smothers passed away after a long battle with cancer. I, and you may love Tracy Smothers for his time in the territories or his, from the Southern Boys, uh, where he was uh, uh, down WCW. But for me, there was no better Tracy Smothers than the full-blooded Italian Tracy from Southern Italy um, in ECW, which Oh, here, I need to move out the way. Oh, yeah, I don't want to disrespect the big Don, Tommy Rich, right there from the FBI. But anyway, I'd like to throw, you know, throw that a little, uh, throw out a little respect on Tracy Smothers' names, R.I.P. Absolutely. Uh, Tracy Smothers. So we'll put that at there. A lot of people on, the, if, you've, if you've seen wrestling Twitter, a lot of people had some good things to say about him. Uh, yeah, Ricky Morton had a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool post that, you know, talking about Tracy Smothers and what a good guy he was. So, uh, anyway, let's put it back. Let's get on into it. Also, I'd like to, on the other end of things, a congratulations to uh, to Leo Rush, who's uh, announced that his wife is pregnant. Uh, so he might want to work real hard not to get fired from places. Just saying, uh, it seems to like to irritate people. But hey, man, congratulations, Leo. All right, now what are we going to talk about? We had all kinds of craziness going on this week. Always. Um, after the train wreck that was the Great American Bash, or it wasn't really a train wreck; it was just a ho hum, and the Clash of Champions. We've got uh, WWE, well NXT once again going to the uh, WCW uh, retread, and there's Ben from Colorado. And they graced us with Halloween Havoc last night. So, Jeff, uh, if I may ask, and I, I wasn't on the show Monday, but how low were your expectations for Halloween Havoc? Um, I mean, my expectations were, believe it or not, they weren't actually, like, super low. I mean, it is WWE, don't get me wrong, but I figured they would get up, you know, or the the, the level of stuff would be up because it's Halloween Havoc and it's, it's a cult classic, if you will, for, you know, wrestling, um, memorabilia, the community. I mean, just, just everything Halloween Havoc stands for. Um, 
the show, I mean, the show was the show. I guess, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll get into that here in a little bit. Yeah, we will. But How starting off. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry to me to cut you off, but we got joined by um, Ben from Colorado, you know, our the, the baby face uh, of PWO. Yeah. Um, My alarm didn't go off, so I wasn't here on time. I'm sorry about that, guys, but I'm here for right. you now. Uh, that's what that's what Kylie Ray said. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> she may be injured. She may be dead. Who who knows? Uh, she may she impact may in a weird territory right now. Oh, yeah, that's true. But anyway, we were talking about Halloween Havoc and sort of the low expectations. Honestly, yeah, it's like um, you know Joe Biden at the debate. They're like, yes, yeah, just don't. Just, as long as he can make it to the end, he'll be fine, right? We really low expectations. But 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 you know, honestly. The first thing that happened, and then we'll get into the card itself. Um, I don't know how you felt about this, uh, but it looked to me like the spin the wheel, make the deal wheel was not gimmick. I don't know. Did, did, it, did it look like that way to you? Uh, I actually was thinking to ask you the same question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I thought it looked like. What do you like think? I think it looked, you know what it was because, you know, it ended up being on a, a what was it called? Like a, like a, uh, like a, what was it? Hell something match. Oh, yeah. Oh Lord. Now I'm going to screw it up, but I'm like, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that could just Devil's be playground or something. a devil's playground. There you go. So it could yeah, be yeah. like a hardcore match. It could be a street fight. It could be a, Claws count anywhere, you know. It's just it, it it could mean anything. So I guess, oh, if you put vague enough things on the wheel, you know, you you could make that work. But I, I just thought it was cool that it didn't seem to be like uh, that the, the the wheel uh, was gimmick. So I don't know. Maybe I maybe little small things make me happy. I don't know. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, no, I definitely uh, I agree with you. It didn't seem too horribly liked it was gimmick, but. <laughs> well, you can never really, you know, be a hundred percent certain with things in wrestling these days. So, right. And you know, one of the big things that happened last night with Halloween Havoc, and whether it was just the, the way that it was promoted or the fact that people, you know, just were drawn to the name, was that uh, for the first time in a while, AEW beat NXT in the ratings. Strike that. I mean, Wait, NXT beat AEW. Yeah, a- NXT beat AEW in the in the in the ratings. So it was like, okay, uh, all right. So it seemed to work. It wasn't a bad show. Let's go down the car. No, and no. Talk. It... Come on. Talk about it. All right. It was we had a pretty good Wednesday night of wrestling, I must say. You know, I I was I, of course I DVR everything, so you know I I rarely watched. Well, sometimes I watched them live. I watched Impact Live this week, but um, yeah, I I was I was surprised. I was happy. All right, let's get started. First of all, we we. We're live from the Capitol Wrestling Center in Orlando, Florida. All right. And it looked like they put some money into the set. You know, they tried mm-hmm. to make it look like a pay-per-view. It wasn't just, you know, the Great American Bass seemed like they just put a bunch of, like, red, white, and blue graphics on the on the TV. It looked like, like a used car dealership around 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> it did. But, so we spun the wheel. We made the deal uh, with uh, Chauncey Blackheart as our host. And we got Johnny Gargano. Uh, versus Damian Priest in a Devil's Playground match. All right. So, what what were our thoughts on that? So, um, I thought that one, 
and I texted everybody this, the beginning, and it could just be because it's Halloween Havoc, so we're already juiced up for it, just naturally. Mm-hmm. But the beginning was cool. The intro was cool. Um, Shotzi looked great. Um, just her little gimmick of, uh, you know, evil mistress slash Elvira host was was, was, was pretty cool. Um, it had a lot of energy when it first started. And then you had, like, a live guitar when Damian Priest came out, who just looks like $10 million. Yeah. Um, you know, so the beginning of this was, it started with a lot of energy and that aspect of it, it, it was really good. Mm-hmm. It looked like a pay-per-view. Like it started off like a pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. It know? looked, it, Dwight actually looked like an old school pay-per-view, which, yeah. you know, if you were probably born in 99 or 2000, yeah. you don't know what that means, but yes. <laughs> no, probably don't know what that means. I was born, I, I remember the first pay-per-view, so, <laughs> but anyway, we won't get into that. How about you, Ben, man? What were your thoughts on that first match? I actually have only seen bits and pieces of it just because I've been working nights this week, so I have been sleeping all day, every day. Uh, all right, well, you don't get to, well, you don't get to comment then, so uh, <laughs> you need to go watch it. Do, do your damn homework, Ben. Hey, but I'm going to... Uh, did you think it, the little part where Gargano was like afraid of wheels or whatever? I love how I mean they put the little comedy parts in it into what was a really good match. Um, that was kind of funny, but then um, uh, you know, Damian Priest wins wins the match, uh, right? No, uh, nope, wrong. Gargano, Mama's Gargano, wrong again. <laughs> yeah, Gargano pins pins Damian Priest, and we have a new NXT North American Champion. How did we feel about that, guys? Uh, I mean, and it got right back into typical WWE. You got Ghostface coming out from screen, and we ain't talking about Sydney. Right. Uh, you know, he uh, he came out and tombstoned him. Not a yeah. not an actual tombstone, a, a literal physical right. tombstone. Right. Um, and knocks out uh, and not knocks out Priest, and there you go. Well, it's it's what it is. Gargano as a heel just does not do it for me anymore. Uh, at the start of it, I could kind of get behind it, but now it's it's the same thing week in and week out. I'm with my wife. We're the good guys. No, you're not. Right. No, you're good at chasing the title. You're a good baby face. Go back into your hole. Right. Well, yeah. No, it gets a feeling like what's. Ne- I mean, what else is there going to be? For Johnny Gargano, I mean, it just seems like he's going to be an NXT lifer. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. he he's that that call up is never going to happen for him. Well, he I got mean, called he, up and then immediately got pushed back down. Right, and I and and you know that was that was really because uh, they brought basically brought up the um, Champa Gargano feud and Alistair Black, and then and, and then of course nothing happened to it. But I just it just looks like to me. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not hating it. The match was good. I, he's entertaining. He's a great wrestler. Yeah, yeah. But um, I just think like for Johnny Argan, it looks like man, he's gonna be there for a while. Uh, so after the match, we go to some replays, and uh, the the fans on the screen were booing. We got people in. I like we we got the people in costumes. You know, we had some pretty cool. Yeah, funny yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah. Then uh, we see Pat McAfee is back with us. Uh, your friendly neighborhood. Uh, former NFL punter and Fox Sports uh, personality, um, and, and the, he's got, 
and the second best heel on NXT. I know. Unfortunately, he can talk. I give you that. Give him that. He's like he's he's NXT's Eddie Kingston, it seems. But yeah. um, but Pat McAfee comes. He's got Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch, and then uh, after that, I mean, they were backstage coming in, and then we get a little thing with Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis. How'd you like uh? How'd you like uh? uh Michael P.S. Hayes and his uh, pumpkin getup or whatever. I, I dug it. <laughs> it's uh, well, well, it's something. Yeah. Uh, when I saw him, uh, do I just you know you know what came in my head? Bad Street Energy. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that five hundred dollar silk shirt, man. He should have had on some Zubas. That would have been perfect, like some orange and black Zubas. <laughs> that would have been perfect. <laughs> But anywho, we go to the ring and there's Pat McAfee and he's out there as he's I guess he has a faction now that's going to take take on the Undisputed Era. He brags about everything and then uh, he's you know, all about, you know, the takeover match with Adam Cole, you know, so he's playing the heel. He's healing it up, healing it up, healing it up. And who do we get? coming? Peter out? Dune. But we get Peter Dune making his return. And as he promptly turns heel and smacks Kyler Riley with a chair, and he is now part of Pat McAfee's. Do they have a name? Um, no. Uh. Uh-uh. No, they don't have a name. Not no. yet. I'm digging this though. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I'm because not sure. if, if I mean, of course he's going to wrestle. Uh, he's personally going to wrestle. Um, Cole again, but I mean, right now he's not doing any wrestling necessarily. If he's just coming out being a mouthpiece, and this is what I said last week, week before last. Um, at the end of the day, I I, I don't like this because Pat McAfee. But at this point, you know, it is what it is. But so WWE's just gonna roll with it. But I like it again because they they two guys now turned into three guys. But again, not three guys that have weird gimmicks that you would think. Mm-hmm. Why are they with Pat McAfee? You know, they're all three guys, just like regular guys, not really good gimmicks, and can wrestle. So it, you know, it, it makes sense. Yeah, I yep. mean, Orkney or uh, Lorkin and what's the other guy? Bir- I can't. Birch. 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 Yeah, they fall into that same category as Peter Dune, that they're both great wrestlers. They look the part. They're coming out there, not you know wearing any fancy stuff they're not wearing thousand dollar jackets they're not you know wearing tearaway pants they're out there to fight they want to punch you in the mouth they want to get that win they want to go to the back mm-hmm. i'm down with the three of them being a team yep. of yep. if pat mcafee can go into a more paul Heyman-esque role except maybe not being as chicken shit heel as Paul Heyman can be at times. I could see this blowing up. I, I can too. And and you think about it, you know, just before the COVID hit, I mean, uh, you know, Pete Dunn was probably as, as, as high as he had gotten as far as push with he and Matt Riddle had yeah, those weights yeah, and yeah. that kind of got derailed. Um, and he works well when he's got a, a mouthpiece like that. You know? Oh yeah. 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 So, he's an ass kicker. For sure. Now the I, I guess it came out that he had like he had hired Ridge Holland and Ridge Holland was the one who attacked Adam Cole and Ridge Holland actually obviously is injured and maybe uh he you know he'll join them eventually. I don't know, or maybe that was Pete Dunn taking his place. Not really sure. But um 
I'm down for it because it pairs up, you know, Lorcan and Birch against uh, Roddy and, and Bobby and, Fish. And then you get Kyle O'Reilly against yep. Pete Dunn, which I'm I'm, mm -hmm. I'm for that. So let's do it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. We don't know how long Adam Cole is going to be out, but this right. sets up by, uh, I don't want to say a Survivor Series-esque match, but it well, definitely. It, it, it does. Long, long enough to where McAfee can cause a little bit of trouble. And it's got War games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. War games. We do have <laughs> War Games 3 coming up here. Yeah. What, December? That's right. So that's, that, I think that's where we're headed with that, and I'm down with it. <laughs> All right. So who? now we knew we were going to – that for this whole, you know, this whole Halloween Havoc gimmick, that the most entertaining human being on this show was going to be Cameron Grimes. I think we we expected that, and we weren't disappointed as Cameron. Cameron Grimes is all over this. Now, I'm not – I also knew there was probably going to be a zombie. We should have expected that, but – Multiple. Yeah, I know. I just – okay. So, anyway. So, the next match, though, we got is uh, NXT Cruiserweight Champion Santos Escobar, who was doing a little uh, throwback tribute to um what halloween havoc was that when uh eddie guerrero and, uh, and 90 like yeah, yeah when he came out like one the phantom the... but again probably yes. if you were born in 1999 2000 you probably don't know who the phantom is <laughs> yeah but, but, so but yeah so it looked like he kind of had a little homage with his gear yeah. to that unfortunately though um i this match man i'm like why is this on Halloween Havoc? Like, why this? This is a regular NXT sort yeah. of filler match. Um, yeah. I mean, a good. It's not a bad. I mean, it's a good match. I don't just think it. Maybe it didn't really belong on this card. But I think those guys are great, though. I mean, they look like a million dollars as well. The way they carry themselves, the look, and everything. I mean, it's just really, really, really good. They all can wrestle. It just works for me. Yeah, the, and and I don't know about like the two hundred five guys being on NXT. I mean, I'm not against that. I think it makes sense. But um, the the problem I had with this match is, I mean, Jake Atlas we saw last week looked good. You know, actually he's looked good last few couple times he's been on TV. Um, what's this match like? Lasted like two and a half minutes. I mean, this was a short yeah. match, and he basically got squashed. Well, this was a non-title match, so I totally get why First, but at the same time it's like why are, i feel like they've been building up jake atlas these past couple of weeks right and then it's and, uh, then, and then yeah they have they have they, they've been trying to at least yeah it's yeah, and it's a dark order-esque thing we're gonna build 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 and then you're gonna lose and it's all gonna be nothing because don't you dare talk bad about the dark order don't even give don't even start <laughs> I'm putting up with it, but anyway. So we had. We, it's really not a lot to say. It was a good match, but it was a three-minute match. So, you know, it was like you can't really build a lot of drama in three minutes, and it seems like it sold Jake Atlas short. But Santos Escobar wins. Um, I mean, I like Legato Del Fantasma. I like him, but you know that was. Uh, anyway, quick match. So then we get we get. Of course, you know the, another person who's perfect for Halloween Havoc, Zimber Moon. Yeah. Yeah. And so we get her. She comes out. Um, she cuts a promo on Dakota Kai. How do you guys feel about? Because that's where we're going to. We're going to Ember Moon Dakota Kai. I'm not going to say anything negative, but I mean, because I, I like I like Ember Moon, and I've been a vocal that I think Dakota Kai is way. But that's my feelings. Uh, I like both of these wrestlers personally. Uh, the issue is Ember Moon. 
kind of towards the end of her last run before kind of ha- get going off TV, getting injured, whatever it was, felt very stale and just stuck. Uh, I haven't really watched too much of her stuff since she's come back to NXT. Uh, but depending on how kind of interested she is in it, how she has changed up her s- style, personality, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. I think it, I'm down to see these two have a, you know, 15, 20-minute match. Yeah. Okay. Can, go ahead, okay. Jeff. Um, short and simple... Ember Moon is really good in the ring. Her promos leave a lot to be desired. Yes. Um, but, I mean, you know, nothing, work on your character. Um, Dakota Kai, I can understand why people don't like her. And I'm not necessarily defending her, but I love Dakota Kai. Yes. Not so much of, again, not so much her wrestling ability. I mean, she's not terrible. But, when again, her with uh, Raquel Gonzalez, and it just works. And she's just someone that you... I mean, I don't want to, we don't want to get canceled, but like, you know, she's kind of like a bitch, you know, or bitchy, um, you know, like women bitchy and she has oh, the muscle to back her up and it, it, it just, it just works. You know, yeah, like I she, can't say that on live. I thought, yeah, podcast. I thought we were, I thought we were trying to not get canceled. And then you go, like you say, <laughs> you said what you just said. I'm not even going to repeat it. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, that's all right. Well, but you get what I'm gonna, saying. We're going to yeah. skip, we're going to skip this and come back. Cause I want to talk about, well, actually we'll go ahead and talk about. Because Raquel Gonzalez really put really made a really good showing for herself later on in the in the card, and it's almost like okay, well if Raquel Gonzalez looked legit, and it's like okay, well if she doesn't need Dakota Kai, then they didn't just split those up. I think that needs to they either need to do something with that big time, or just you know they need to go their separate ways to do something separately rather than together. But anyway, that's fair. We'll come back to it. Uh, before that, though, we get, you know, Cameron Grimes has begged people to come out with him, but he has a Haunted House of Terror match with uh, Dexter Loomis coming up, um, which is, I mean, it's a cinematic match. I mean, it's a cinematic-ish match, right? Um, uh, yeah, kinda, this match. Yeah, because it finished match. in the ring. It's very much like the, uh, what was the Bray Wyatt uh Randy Fun Orton. House. Yeah. No, yeah, it wasn't yeah. the Fun House. It was the House of Horrors. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It was it was very similar to like the House of Horrors match, which I thought was, you know, it wasn't special. Right. But yeah. well uh, I I didn't like this. This was yeah. this was like AEW ish. I didn't like this. Oh uh, well that's why I liked it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> tell you the the, the other re- the other reason I liked it. Was I like it when there's a contrast between two guys, right? So Cameron Grimes is this huge, over-the-top personality, right? And Dexter Loomis stares at him, completely expressionless, you know? And it's like there, it's a, there's a contrast there. It was like watching almost almost like a, a one of and and ironically enough scream you know uh it was like an mm-hmm. it was like watching scream you know where you, it's sort of like a horror movie it's also sort of like a comedy and it's, too. yeah and so i think that's what this match was honestly and ra- rather than to go in yeah so and and dexter loomis has a sister obviously <laughs> there's yeah a lot of screaming involved and um and so so it's and basically it ends with a it's like any zombies horror. in the ring and yeah. just not my cup of tea. <laughs> well, it's also like I um, get it. 
it, Halloween. It, it well, yeah, but the coolest part is like any good horror movie, it leave it left room for a sequel. You know, it's always. Like, the only thing it was missing was a hand coming up through the ring. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I as as uh, I think it was um, Simon from What Culture that I won theirs. He said I was definitely sports entertained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the, it was wasn't Simon. It was the other guy. Anyway. But anyway, he said Adam Cleary. Adam, he said I was sports entertained. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> Adam Cleary. For whatever reason, every Wednesday when he's doing ups and downs or graded yeah. for right uh, NXT, he always tries and throws. Well, I was sports entertained. So <laughs> this is what sports entertained. That's and that that's a perfect match for that. Honestly, if you were going to go back and watch um, this, and then you're going to. Yeah, because right, you owe it to the sh- you owe it to the show. Yep. Um, yeah, this is one to watch again. It's pretty funny. All right, and then we get Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. Okay, so we got the two big, big, big bad girls. The big bad girls from NXT are going to wrestle each other. Um, all what right. you think, Dwight? I think. On paper, I've never, I've, I've always thought that Rhea Ripley, well, of course she was, you know, Rhea Ripley was at WrestleMania this year. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't ready, and she, it, it seemed obvious to me that she wasn't ready for that spot, and so she's down, earning her spot again. Yep. Um, which is it's, and she's done well so far with it. I think I, I really have no complaints. She's doing the right thing. Um, Raquel Gonzalez, I didn't know. I was like, okay, well, you know, we had Rhea beat. Mercedes Martinez last week. I mean, so it's like, all right, we get, I mean, that's legit. That's a legit match. All right. What's Raquel Gonzalez got for us? Well, let me tell you what she's got. She's got a lot. (laughs) She's she held her own. Oh yeah. And so I think it kind of, it's almost like from my opinion, it seems like almost like a, a, a star is born kind of thing. Like, all right, now we can do lots of stuff with her. Let's see what they do with. Um, I agree with you a ton. Raquel Gonzalez is great. Rhea Ripley is a great, and she's amazing. And I think she is the future of women's professional wrestling. Um, she's also being misbooked. I mean, she just shouldn't be a face. And I know it's too late for her now. Not too late, but I mean, like, they booked her here. She's, you know, right now she's just kind of ride, got to go with what they, you know. It's just weird seeing her come out and, like, smirk. And, like, she just can't be a face. And it's not her fault because she's a heel. Right. That's yeah. what she is. Um, but Raquel just looked this match was great. It looked good. There wasn't a lot of yelling and like, it was just, it was just nonstop, not nonstop action, but hard hitting, good selling. And like you said, Dwight, um, Raquel Gonzalez showed that she was up for the task. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know uh, what, um, Ben, I'm gonna let you go, but I had just remembered one of the coolest things that I hadn't seen in a while was, uh, when Raquel Gonzalez pin, pins her and she kicks out and she just yells like if she's frustrated, like she had I was like, dude, that's some that's some selling right there. That's like well, it, it. This was a match. It was. It this wasn't necessarily a performance. It was two people right. who didn't like each other and right. wanted to settle it. Yeah. What, what, what you got, Ben? I was gonna say, uh, Rhea Ripley being a face is very similar to a lot of AEW escorts. You have so many, uh, fate, You have so many like heels. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm that you can only have Cody wrestling a few select people for the NXT or for the TNT title. I feel like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of faces on 
NXT in the women's division. So they're trying to be like, okay, you're going to be a face now because people like you. Yeah, they, right. they like to flip-flop. Which flip-flops can work, but it has to be just has to be done correctly. Yeah, we can't be big showing her. Or, or, or said person has to be able to, to, be, to actually be able to pull off both. Yeah. If they can't, then it's not going to work. Yeah. That's right. All right, let's 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 keep on going over here. I just want to say that um, Killian Dane stole my Halloween costume idea, man. <laughs> that jerk, you know. I, that that was – I was also sports entertained by him coming out as a Shockmaster. I'm sorry. That was, that was a – that's a call out to wrestling history, one of the biggest uh, screw-ups ever. Um, so that was kind of cool. And then, of course, Drake Maverick dressed as a Hulk, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Uh, we're going to skip right through that because we don't have a whole lot of time. But I don't really know much of uh, you know, how I feel about that sort of maybe they're going to be a tag team. Maybe they're not. A, a, See, I love the two of them together. Right. I so, don't just because it's not going to – it's going to end – there's no point. But go ahead. Yeah. Right. And so what do we get now? We get the sequel. We get the Haunted House of Terror match part two, Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis uh, in the ring. Uh, and we get zombies. You got zombies. You got smoke. I mean, you got everything you could want. I love it. Zombies uh, but, crawling on people. All right. So um, Dexter Loomis is our winner from that. Um, it was good and entertaining. All right, so Shotzi Blackheart spins a wheel again. We get this final spin of the night. Uh, then we then we talk about obviously t- they do a uh, promo with Tommaso Ciampa who's going to be going against uh, Velveteen Dream. But let's skip right to the end. We're going to skip right to our spin the wheel, make the deal for the NXT Women's Title: Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai in a tables, ladders, and scares. Okay, I'm going to let you guys talk, and then I'll save myself for last. Uh, when I saw the picture of the wheel, I thought it said tables, ladders, and snakes, not scares. That would have been awesome. Snakes would have been so much cooler than, you know. It's like snakes on a plane. Right? So um, but it wasn't. I mean, it, this WWE, match was... you're welcome for that idea. Feel free to right. use it. This match was okay. Um, Larray took a gnarly, gnarly bump at the end. Um, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just your run of the mill to me, run of your mill women's table ladders and chairs match. Okay. All right, Ben, what about you? Uh, thoughts. Again, I haven't seen much of this okay. just cause of work. Okay. Uh, but from what I have, it's, it's the yep. two of them. I'm not shocked by it. All right. Let me tell you why you're both wrong. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, and I think this is one of those deals where I really like when they build a card this way because you get some good matches and you get some good matches and you get those people along the way going, well, I've got to outdo them. I've got to outdo them. And you could see that with those two. They were like, they were, oh, you, they yeah. were, they were knocking the crap out of you. I mean, to be as little as they are, they went for it. And it was like, okay, oh, well, Rhea and, and, um, and Raquel are going to do this. Okay, well, we're the main event. So we got to go be the main event. And I think they were. I mean, I, yeah. I was down for it. Uh, um, for me, it's more, I just don't like Larray in ring than anything else. 
She just does no, not do it for me. No, Dwight, what you're saying is right, and that's old school wrestling. Again, it it, it wasn't yeah. bad, but I, I for me, the the Raquel and Rhea Ripley, like after that, I kind of that, that that was a main event to me. But again, the women's the the tables yeah, out gotcha. of scarce match, not, not 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 a bad match at all. And you were right. I mean, they were getting to it. I will give them that. All right, we're gonna end with there. I'm gonna go through real quick uh, some news things. Um, there was another COVID outbreak. Apparently, uh, the the scream mask person was actually supposed to unmask originally, but because of um, there had been some positive COVID tests at a apparently just like a, a closed door sort of training event, and somebody somebody was exposed. I'm not sure. That seems to be what all about sports now. And anyway, don't even get me started on that. Um, so on also MLW, uh, is set to re-debut coming up here in a couple of weeks on BN sports. They'll be back with Praise all the Lord. region and they signed a new contract. So they're going to be at BN, um, you know, for the foreseeable future. Uh, Good. also there, if you saw on AEW, which we'll talk about later, Serena Deeb came up, she's the new NWA women's champ, uh, fueling some rumors that Thunder Rosa may be, uh, on her way somewhere else. That and you know not just her, but there have been some other NWA title changes that might lead people to believe that. Uh, Billy Corgan came out and said uh, there's no truth to it. Of course, what else would Billy Corgan say? It's what he has to say. Yeah, yeah, being the president of NWA, I I do like that NWA is working with AEW. I really hope that continues because because I want to see I want to see Zicky Dice on Dynamite. I'm sorry. Stay yep. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then um, Miko Satomura is set to debut in NXT UK. Uh, NXT UK is coming back. We're going to talk about that real quick. Um, also, you know, the there's some NXT UK. I, it's it's strange because we had you had COVID obviously, but then we had the huge scandal, especially in UK wrestling, that hit them with with the uh, speaking out and all that. Um, so it really there was this kind of a cloud over over really all of UK wrestling, and so it's nice to see. And you know some of the some of them had come over here and uh, during this time and and we've seen that going on. I mean, now hopefully though there's things are getting we're starting to get some payoff on some of the feuds that have been building. Like um, I don't know if you guys saw that Walter and uh, Dragonoff yep. uh, beat beat the snot out of each other, um, which which uh, was I watched it just before we started and good lord, man. Like Wal, give me Walter against Minoru Suzuki, and someone's uh, he, di- someone's gonna die. He's probably been the most mis one of the mishandled people of all 2020. I mean, I understand COVID, but like, do something with this guy. Put him on my TV, please. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Like, I just don't well, understand. I don't, I don't know how much of that is just visa restrictions and things like that. But the guy, he's been NXT UK champ for like what a year and a uh, half now. Yeah, almost like too easy. Yeah, and he but, should be. He's yeah. dominating. The right, UK before, belt doesn't really change hands all that often, too. I know. Like. Either one, you're right. I mean, and he's and, what the third champion overall. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't hate it. I like that. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. old school, man. You know. Uh, how long did Bruno San Martino hold the belt? Come on. Guys. I don't know. I don't know. That's Thir- crazy, though. Eleven years. Some. I mean, Bob like ba- Bob Backlund held it for like four years. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's go with. Uh, hold on. All right. Yeah, that's old school. 
So also, uh, we're going to talk about just a little bit. We're not going to get all the way through Impact, but Tuesday night we had Impact. Uh, real quick before we move on to Impact, did you guys see who is the most recent WWE person to get their name shortened? Oh, God. Don't, yeah. Have you seen this, Jeff? No. Uh-uh. Oh, Who do God. you think is the newest uh, superstar to get their name shortened, Jeff? Of all the single-name people, who's a single-name guy now? Uh, it's too much to think about. You guys put me on the spot. Hear okay. me out. Hear me out. Riddle. Riddle. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Yeah, can you believe that? Is I, he I, the newest I, member of Retribution? No, but you know, I, I actually read a little when when I read that 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 he's kind of down with it, and yeah, he, sa- he said that when he was growing up that that's pretty much what everybody called him anyway. Yeah, and I mean, so, like I'm totally down. It with makes sense being called by their last name. I know a bunch of Nick people just go by their last name. For me, it's very much like a we've seen this happen before. You're going to try and rebrand them. You're not going to rebrand them, and we're just going to be kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere. And and it would be different, but Matt Riddle was a guy that had a you had a an MMA career. He was on the Ultimate Fighter, like yeah. he he was already had a name. So we're gonna I don't know whatever. I'm not down with that. All right, we had Impact Wrestling. Just we're coming off of of Bound for Glory. Um. Uh, yeah, and I can go through the whole thing. There were some good matches on there. It's a good women's tag match. Um, with Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan against Jordan Grace and Alicia um, uh, Edwards, and that was a pretty good match. And then we, Rich, it starts off with a r- immediate rematch of Rich Swan and Eric Young. Um, Rich Swan wrestles barefooted in a pair of slacks, but yeah. it, was, it, it was all right. Whatever. I, I don't, I don't want to talk about it because we don't really have a whole ton of time to talk about yeah. it. But um, I, and then we had a. Tommy Dreamer against Brian Myers, who looked like Raven in this match to me. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we got, you know, AC, uh, AC Romero and Larry D, Triple XL, um, beat the Rascals, and it looks like they're getting ready to get a push. Um, but you know where I'm skipping to, right? Because then Sue Young comes out. They have Deanna Frazzo and the lawyer. They do all that. Sue Young comes out, gives the man of applause to everyone. I'm going through this super fast. If you want to go back and watch it, it's worth your time. Um, there's a lot of good stuff that happened until we got to the end. And oh my gosh. So, some, I know this is going to sound like something that happened previously, like a couple years ago. But someone was murdered on Impact Wrestling again. So it was the wedding of Taya and uh, Johnny Bravo. <laughs> there was this they puff marshmallow man. There was a sinister minister. Why didn't he make it through it? Um. So <laughs> yeah, uh, Johnny Bravo um, recited part of the Adams family theme as his wedding vows. Yep. I'm a huge Adams Family Mark too, so I'll tie now. Right, and it's total. They go for the they go for the you may kiss the bride kiss, and just like a good ECW show, all the lights go off, and then we hear a gunshot ring out, <laughs> and then there's <laughs> dead Johnny Bravo laying in the ring, and of course, 
freaking Tommy Dreamer yells, who shot Bravo? And uh, it's going to be the hashtag from from here. And, uh, and, there, and, the, and the, <laughs> some people aren't going to get this, but the, and there wasn't even a grassy knoll. That's right. <laughs> it was so crazy. Or who back if yeah, if you want to talk about old school, that was the whole uh, who shot JR at Dallas uh-huh. many years ago. But anyway, that's where we ended. And his was the ring bearer too. That was that was another thing that was very it, cute, d- so. Dwight Dwight, does Dallas count as a cinematic since it was all since it was all a dream? <laughs> I, don't I don't know, but this it, it was and I I have gone on record on this show, and you guys know it, that I liked Russell House. Okay, I liked it. I'm sorry. If you're gonna do something different, do something crazy, do something crazy. This was supposed to really kind of be the culmination of Russell House. And instead, we're pro- we're going to get a cliffhanger, right? We're going to get we're going to well. Wrestle- I mean, oh wait, shot, there's more. Who shot Bravo is going to be the thing until Russell House comes back, right? Is that what we're seeing? All right, enough. Russell House we, is going to turn into Clue. Can, can we go? Can we next? Come on, man! I love me some Impact Wrestling, um, and I'm going to say yes, it was awful, but I loved every second of it. So screw you guys. All right, but let's talk about what AEW Dynamite, which, you know, I, I will say this, even though they didn't win in the ratings, it wasn't because they didn't put on a good show. That's for darn sure. I think it was just one of those deals where NXT just really, really went off, went for it big time. And, and I think it, it also helped that the World Series is over, <laughs> you know, yeah. it helped both of them. But anywho. So let's get into AEW Dynamite. We uh, we kick off really quick, and um, MJF is talking about Wardlow, and you know Wardlow's got the match. We're we're going to kick right off to Wardlow versus Hangman Page. Thoughts, gentlemen? Um, great match. Hangman is a star. Um, Wardlow. This was a really good match. Everybody always says, like, oh, well, they look good. They look good. They look good when they really don't. This actually was a good – he lost, and he actually looked good in the match. This yeah, is what it's supposed to look like, not every single match where someone loses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wardlow is a beast in the ring. Yeah. Uh, I totally get why he's a heavy backup bodyguard, whatever you want to call him, for MJF. But man, Wardlow needs to go out on his own and just run over everybody. I think you're. I think he's definitely putting off some like Goldberg kind of vibes. But I, I don't. I think you're right on, Ben. I think that's what's gonna happen. I think whatever MJF and the thing with the inner circle. I think we're gonna see Wardlow go on his own. I, I you know what? I, one of the things I want to point this out because I thought it was a super cool, like ring psychology, uh, moment was when Wardlow gave him the F10. You know. Mm-hmm. And Paige rolls out of the ring, and yeah. I'm like just keep from getting pinned. So it's like, you know, there was that moment. So it's like, oh, well, I mean, because Paige is because Paige is a wrestler's wrestler. That's why. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, is anybody shocked match? that Paige went over though? No. 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 But then, I mean, but I mean, what do we want? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's we we know well, what this the, is building toward, right? We yeah. Know what yeah. Well, we think we do at least. Well, it's been building toward it for like a year and a half. So, yeah, I yeah. think that's, you know, that's where we're headed. 
All right. So, uh, but that, yeah, great. Great. That, um, there was a fall away slam. That was great. Caught. That was just really good. Here's the thing though. Um, that buck, should we hit the two buck shot Larry? Uh, that buck shot Larry, bro, was, I mean, listen, you got to think world is a big boy. So you either, you either send it or you don't, you know? Yeah. And, and you're thinking what I was thinking. Cause I was like, um, I, I, I saw a shoot interview with Stan Hansen, and Stan Hansen was saying that he had to get both of his shoulders replaced <laughs> from throwing the lariats, you know? Like, I mean... And I'm going, uh, do it do it when you're your age, buddy. But <laughs> that one was that was, that was a big-time lariat he threw at the end. That second. He, he doesn't usually throw them like that, but like I said, with Wardlow, you have, you have to. You have to. For, for sure. All right, so we get... Hangman Page advances to the finals to uh, at full gear. So who is he going to face? Ooh, I don't know. Is it going to be Pentagon? Is it going to be Kenny Omega? We'll see later. Um, all right, then we get up. We get on there, and John Moxley gives a little bit of a um, uh, he gives a gives a promo, and it's it was a very CZW kind of promo. All this stuff has been CZW. He's, he's, yeah, I know. This is literally CZW for the people that probably didn't watch that, but God. Like, I mean, he's, he's like, talks about killing him, you know? I was like, dude, yeah, is, like, you can't murder people. It's, I mean, besides what they do in Impact, that's different. But anyway, and, <laughs> and then Eddie Kingston comes on my television, which I'm always happy about. Um, that guy, I mean, you just have to give him a mic and just let him go. I mean, and I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, Eddie Kingston comes out. He's uh, he's talking about, he's sick of talking, he wants to fight. And so he gets to fight Matt Seidel. With, he's got Butcher Blade and Bunny. Also, they, um, I guess they explained, the Bunny did a little bit of explaining why she is not yeah. with the Nightmare family anymore. Yeah, and it, it was is, really good. Yeah, glad they took the time to explain it, too. Because it's like, normally they wouldn't have. Yeah. No one. Here's well, how no, I, this is what I think AEW should be doing. I'm not a booker. I don't know anything. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry, I couldn't help. It. It's all good. Use dark to progress storylines, mm-hmm. but don't have dark be the storyline. Thank you. If you're going to have, you know, somebody turn on somebody on dark, and then you're going to carry that over to the main show. Mm-hmm. You need to explain it on the main show for the people who don't watch Dark. Well, I I will say this and give them a little bit of credit. They did actually didn't they, show, they showed some clips from Dark, and they've been doing yeah, that. It's, time, which, it's which which, which, I which like. they need to be doing. Yeah, it's you almost have like, to do homework. Right. It's almost it's, it's almost like the booking on Dark is better than it is on like Dark is where they actually pull the trigger on things. The the, the main show they don't. They just like. Uh, we fifty. We may we may do this in two weeks. We may not. So we're gonna book it until we can get out of it. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, I the, at the end of the match, we get Eddie Kingston uh, uh, wins by submission, which is he use using the move that John Moxley's been using, and so you know he's pointing to their match with the I Quit match, which is perfect because I love I Quit matches. Thank you, Maggie it, Ta and Tully Blanchard. It is, but like I don't, I don't want to see Eddie Kingston say I quit. That's the only thing I don't like about it. So if they're gonna do it some weird way, that's one thing. But like, you shouldn't have Eddie Kingston 
saying I quit on a pay-per-view, but what do I know? You shouldn't have either of these guys saying I quit on a pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, usually, you know, when you have an I quit match, it's two guys who shouldn't be saying I quit because they're tough son of mm-hmm. son of a gun. Or, or but, maybe they do the... Uh, this the Tully thing. Maybe he says no or yeah or yeah. But, but but I never actually said I quit. That's true. That I and I was, I was gonna bring that up when you said it because Tully Blanchard yeah. on my is right in the next segment, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, he, he the famous I quit match of Magnum TA where he basically was like no no no, and he he always he after that he always said well I never said I quit. The only time somebody didn't say I quit was Rock Mankind when The Rock had a clip of Mankind saying, I quit, and he played that. Right. Yeah, that was pretty good, though. Yeah. If they pull something like that, okay. But But Yeah, but but even if this happens and you have Eddie Kingston who didn't go over the top rope, who didn't didn't tap to Moxley and didn't say, I quit, well, what are we doing then? Yeah. Yeah. The issue is... I just want more Eddie Kingston. I don't want to. I don't hear him talk. Me too. All right. Then we had a uh, we had the dual interviews from separate locations with Tully Blanchard and FTR and and uh, Excalibur um, interviewing the the Young Bucks and their their uh... yeah. This was like a lot of explaining. Can I no. can I rent here, please? Go for it, okay, Jeff. So so you have uh, the Jeff, Bucks. Jeff, this is wrestling purist Jeff Hitman Hall talking yeah. about the Young Bucks. Go. I mean, Dwight, you you're somewhat of a purist too. Um, you so you have the Young Bucks who have been running around here kicking people, being heels. I mean, not heels to me. They they look like you know, just people that are upset. But heels doing all this stuff, and then they get on this little dual you know call or interview thing. And then they start acting like the baby faces. Mm-hmm. I mean, am, am I right, Dwight? Like, yeah. you know, so it's like, well, and then like the sad thing is, is that um, FTR really didn't even get to talk. You know what I'm saying? Right. They really didn't get to say anything. You got Matt Jackson going on a damn diatribe, like just on how t- I'm thinking like, well, are these guys bad guys? Or, are they heel or not? Are they bad guys or not? And like, well, if we don't do it, we don't win the belt this time. We're never going to. Yeah, we're gonna uh, challenge for it again. We're like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. What? And didn't Cody? Didn't they just do that with Cody Rhodes and MJF? Yeah. 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 But or, that's for a baby face. So, so what? What's going yeah. on with all of this? I'm sorry. That was that was Cody Rhodes for the for the uh, for the world title. But hey, yeah. for, with Jericho. So let me that just say this revolution. Yeah. Well, let, was... let me just let me just throw this out here. So, um. And I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I, you went on your rant. I didn't like it either. I heard a thing once a long time ago that says that if you have to explain a joke, it's not funny. Yeah. Right? So if you have to explain the angle, then you didn't do the angle well enough, right? You you haven't developed this well enough if you have to explain it to us. If you, Sorry to cut you off, Dwight. If you think of this, of this whole booking when they first came in and they were like friends and everybody was like, don't worry, guys, it's gonna, the long con's going to be good. So we went all the way there to here now, Dwight, which is what? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, I, I want to see the match, but man, the story is not for me. Um, I like what FTR has been doing, but the Young Bucks are just overthinking themselves, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. 
All right, let's get on up next. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to have the inner circle town hall meeting. We're going to dis determine if uh, if MJF wants to join the, um, and then and they have a series of questions, right? And I'm going to skip right to the the best one, right? We know who the, the surprise uh, person to come ask the question. So it was made like the, the town halls that they had for the presidential election where people come up and ask questions. And who should show up? But I'm back and better than never. Never, Mr. Your Bischoff. Man, Eric Bischoff shows up, and um, gosh, he's still good. I'm sorry. Oh he yeah, yes, he <laughs> he's really good. I like it. Um, he actually asked some hard questions. <laughs> you know, he called Chris Jericho and MJF prima donnas. So, where do we think this is going? Where do we think this is going, guys? Okay, so one, I think all of this is stupid. Shocker. Um, okay. I mean, not not stupid, but if you're going to do this, just do it. I think again, it's it's guys like me. If it's guys like all of us, like, oh well, if we had a wrestling promotion, we would be like, well, we'll do this next week and it'll be funny. And then after that, we'll do that, and that'll be funny too. So that's what we're watching. But um, yeah. the only way it should happen is is MJF should get in the inner circle, um, run the inner circle for a little bit, and then cut and then kick Chris Jericho out. That's what I would do, and then yeah. and then have have Jericho come turn face, and then 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 the big bucks will start rolling in. Yeah, thank you. But, but uh, again, I'm a purist, Dwight, so I, I don't I, I don't know if that's yeah. you know what I'm saying. I get I it's wrestling. Thinking, same thing. Why is there a match to see if MJF gets into the inner circle? Because because that's how you decide things in professional wrestling. You have a wrestling match. <laughs> I mean, but, yes, but, but I'm with. If, if this like, Jeff is if this is going there, I'm with, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah I'm if, fine. If, no. if, if if they're doing what you said, I'm there. I but don't this, like how we get there, but I'll, I'll take it. The long con of this needs to be MJF gets into the inner circle. MJF becomes second hand to Jericho, putting Sammy into third. Mm -hmm. Sammy gets pissed off about this when Jericho ultimately, you know, has some sort of heat feud with MJF. MJF beats Jericho. Jericho's kicked out of the inner circle. You have MJF leading the inner circle now. Yes. And then Sammy doesn't like that. Sammy wants to be the leader after Jericho. Sammy versus MJF for the inner circle. You could go a hundred different ways for it. I like it. I'm all you could down put, for it. You could even put Wardlow with Jericho. Oh, yeah. you could as a baby <laughs> face. I like it. Hey, all right, let's skip on up. Je uh, so, Jeff, answer me this. Was Cody versus Orange Cassidy the best Lumberjack match of all time? Go. Yes, no. no. <laughs> what? No. No. Uh, uh, AEW doesn't understand what Lumberjack matches mean, Dwight. They don't know what they mean. Yeah, they do. I, I mean, like when people get out there, when people get out there, they're not actually there to beat up the talent and put it back in. No, they're out there, like I said in the text, for people to jump on top of them and like, oh, they're jumping off the top rope. Well, why would everybody just stand there and get jumped on? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know why, but good Lord. You didn't like get, that super, come on, that super flex Get me out of here. That was a, that was a spot. Cody goes outside the ring and everybody's looking like, like. What's going on? Like you guys should be beating his head in to put him back in. Heels are baby faces. Right. Am, am, am like I right? The, right? Or am I am I losing my right, mind? Right. Like, oh my gosh! All the lumberjacks should all go to one side of the ring at the same time. What? I yeah. wonder what's going to happen. No, I, I liked it. I like that. I'm sorry, I did. And um, no more lumberjacks. You know who my please. favorite? 
Ob obviously, um, you know who my favorite person that that entered this whole match was, right? I mean, who? Shoot. John Silver. Come on, man. Oh, John your boy. Silver is a star. Oh, and, and, and then then at the end when the bell rings, everybody just starts stacking everybody for no reason. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. I like it. Great. Well, how about this? Yeah, even better. And then and then what's what happens next? Cody wins. By the way, Cody wins. We look up in the crowd and there's Sting. I mean, Darby <laughs> Allen. <laughs> uh, Dwight. The only thing he was up missing was the only thing he was missing was, was taking his mask off and having the same mask on underneath. It. <laughs> guys, oh, sorry, guys, we're missing yeah. it. Darby Allen is going to uh, rappel into the ring at full and, gear. And and uh, and and also you got you got Cody Rhodes like going to uh, move, moving hella high water to beat Orange Cassidy. There's that, but yeah. uh, we'll oh, save that absolutely. for another podcast. Yeah. Can we just talk yeah. about how Orange Cassidy goes from co-main eventing with his Mimosa Mayhem match with Jericho? Yeah. To having. Highlighting matches for the TNT title against mm -hmm. Cody yeah. to being on the pre-show against John Silver at uh, Full Gear. Yeah, but it's a it's a grudge match, man. Come on, man. It's a grudge match. I, I don't think I think I don't think that's about Orange Cassidy. I think that's about John Silver. I think I think John Silver is kind of moving up. They're seeing what kind of personality that guy's got and they just wanna yeah, yeah. do see what they can do with them. Um, all, all but right, for me, got... it's like, why are you putting him against Orange Cassidy? You've elevated Orange Cassidy so high. Yeah, but they had pre-show. I mean, they had. They're trying to, but they're just force feeding them. Orange Cassidy has yeah. become Roman Reigns, kind of. Yeah. Oh, good lord! Come on, guys! Come on! Well, He's I, a I more mean, enjoyable Roman Reigns. I, I think if you look, if, if you want a better comparison, I, I mean, not Orange Cassidy. But I think John Silver is a little bit like you know, like Nero, who was in that. I think. A guy who sort of got himself over, just being yeah. himself, doing his thing, right? Yeah, I'd even say I'd even say Miz, like a mini yeah, Miz, kind of like that. Yeah, and if he was bigger, man, he'd be a star. Whatever. All right, let's go on. Let me get Serena. We're going to skip through some of the other stuff because we don't have a lot of time. But Serena Deeb against Lila Hirsch for the India NWA Women's Championship. Um, I know Serena was signed with AEW, so I'm not sure what that means for the NWA. But I, I, I don't know. No, I like Serena D, but I, I don't like this. This is the this is the title making the champ, not the champ making the title. It just seems like something went bad, and they decided to put the belt on her. Yeah, that's we'll we'll see how that plays out because Thunder Rosa. I think Thunder Rosa's a star. If if Rosa is gone and she's not here, I think I think you have Sheeta. Oh, I think Sheeta maybe. Uh, beats um, Serena D for the belt, and then I think at the, it may be, but it could be test of time at that point. Don't, oh, don't you tease me like that. Don't <laughs> you even tease me like that. All right, Serena D wins via submission. Then we're going to get Hikaru Shida against Nyla Rose because Nyla Rose says she's not wrestling anybody else until she wrestles Hikaru Shida because that's how, that's how championship matches are made. You just declare them. So, anyway. Uh, you know, it's not like <laughs> AEW has uh, rankings or anything to well, tell us well, who should be next. Well, what's yeah. the difference between that and like, oh, just then, this just in, Tony Khan says there's going to be this match next week. Oh, okay. I uh, know. That's it. Yeah. So then we get a squash match, Sean Spears against BSK. Uh, I like Sean Spears. I, li I like, you know what Sean Spears is? Sean Spears is Mid-South Ted DiBiase. That's what he's playing, and I love that. <laughs> 
black with the glove and all that. You're, Listen, you're right, they'll give Dwight. him like five or six more weeks, no, and then they'll Dwight. have him off of TV for two months, and he'll Dwight. completely come back, and he'll be a new character. You're absolutely right. Right. This is taking so long because they ruined him, but I, yeah. again, we'll leave that alone. So, so go back to like 1984, 85, Mid-South, and watch just before, just right before they became UWF, and watch Teddy DiBiase, and you'll go, oh, that's Sean Spears. Who should have okay. been the guy, by the way, but go ahead. Yeah, well, he, and, and, and then he became, uh, after right after that, he went to be the Million Dollar Man. So, all right, so then we get uh, um, our main event, which is Penta El Cero um, with Ray Phoenix, and they're teasing that breakup, which I want to see too. Um, and I like those guys are great against each other and versus Kenny Omega. Now, now, how many, what's a world record for most chops to begin a match? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know, but don't they were know. definitely trying to set the indoor record. <laughs> uh, Jeff, this would be the outdoor record. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, technically. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, it's, well, and, and of course, um, Omega has that AAA Mega Championship, which he beat Phoenix for, which Phoenix everyone he beat, beat him for that. Um, and so he kind of taunted him with the triple A belt, which is I mean, okay, this, whatever. this but, match for me, and I, listen, I, I'm a known hater of the Kenny Omega club. So take it with a grain of salt, but this mm-hmm. match for me showed everybody why I don't like Kenny Omega. Is he great in the ring? Yes. Well, he's a good wrestler, but the no selling, the facials, just the Dwight, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like the weird, like herky jerky, like, the, like every the, time he the, just, he, the overacting. He, yeah, he looks like Total Recall. Again, if you're born in 1999, 2000, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. Dwight, he looks like Total Recall, like face all the time. That's true. And it's just, it's just, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he, he over, he does overact. I'll give him that. He's still a great wrestler. And I, he, he is. I went he back is. because I knew this was going to happen. This, and I, I went back and watched the All In match with those two, and this was better. This was better than the match they had it all in for sure. Yeah, um, well, I, I, um, I think you have guys that are also just you know they work together a couple of times. You know what I mean? You know, to kind of know each other's stuff. So yeah, yeah, it was good. And yeah, you know we're gonna get the Hangman Page, uh, Kenny Omega match that we've been waiting for. They built for this. I mean, and it's a must see match. I mean, really, if you've watched AEW. They have taught this is what they have been leading to and hinting at DTE. We've seen it. This is the match. They have the Golden Lovers, too, is going to come to a head here, uh, you know, at at the at at full gear. And I I, listen, if you're going to turn him heel to again, like I said in the text, turn him heel and all his fans and the cleaner and everybody can do the time warp again and all the world will be right um, for you for you guys. Just do that. Oh, my God. Don't. Don't, don't you're gonna, have, you're gonna you're gonna make me turn into Matt here in a second. Oh well, turn into Matt. Listen, <laughs> Dwight. All I'm saying is like, if they're gonna do it, if they don't do it at full gear, I'm not. I already don't care. But if they're gonna if if they're, if they don't do it at full gear, I don't want to hear anything from anybody else on this damn podcast about how it's a good idea that they didn't turn them heel at at full gear and all that. Like, I don't uh, want to hear it. Did they have the girls out with the brooms again this time for his intro? Uh, they, they did. Of course they did. Okay. Yeah, of course they did. 
And and uh, this is what's what I think is going to happen, and I think it's going to ruin your life. And I don't care, Jeff. I mean, we agree on almost everything. This is the one that we sort of don't. Um, That's fair. I mean, I, I I will I will grant you. I know that Jim Cornette calls him Kenny Olivier because he's <laughs> such an over actor, you know. And uh, and I I see that with him. He's just such a he's so damn good, man. As as a wrestler. And I think him as the AEW world champion is something that was inevitable, and that's what oh, we're going to see. Yeah, no, it, that's no, where we're I, going. No, Dwight, I, I I agree with you. I disagree with his wrestling. Again, his wrestling, he is that damn good. But if if for me, if, uh, this is my my knock on him. If you look at him, you look like look at a guy like Ibushi. I mean, you're talking about night and day. One is just a machine, a literally well fined oiled machine. Mm-hmm. And the other one is like doing the same thing, but you know, running off, I don't know, you know, corn liquor or something like that. Here, they have to put the belt on him here again. If if they don't do it here, like he has to turn heel, do whatever. Like it has to happen at full gear. If it doesn't, then yeah, it will. I, I think that's. What I hope so. And because uh, you know, Hangman is going to be. I mean, they're building towards the future. I mean, you look at look at the guys that they're building up. We just on this card, we have you know Wardlow. MJF, we've got you know Hangman Page. These are guys that are going to be big stars in the future, and yes. so and they're they're on their way now, you know. And so um, I'm happy about that, and I want to see that. I want to see Moxley and Omega. I want to see Hangman and Omega. I want to see all of these guys going forward. Uh, AEW's got me excited, and that's that's all I have to say about that. There we um, go. Man, we got anything we else we want to add? You got any plugs to make? Anything? This is, I mean, who shot giant? Who shot Bravo? We're going to be wondering about forever, right? Uh, Mr. Plum in the second row with the revolver. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people who wanted to. Wouldn't it be awesome if it actually was? uh, You know, they come to find out that it was it was uh, John Morrison coming back. So it's okay. So Bravo. So it's TNA. Is it? Is there any? Is there any uh, hope? Not hope, but is there any whatever, whatever that it's New Jack? <laughs> oh, that was so cool. Be, no, but if it was New Jack, he would have stabbed. Him. He would have. He, he would have been stabbed like, like seven times. That would have been yeah. New Jack. <laughs> well, and I will say this though, um, I'm definitely going to tune in to see. Uh, and you know, Jeff, you have got me excited about. AEW and maybe I'm gonna see Tessa Blanchard on my TV screen. I mean, if, if you, um, if, hey, what we got going on this weekend? Uh, any been anything we need to plug? Not that I Don't can. We think. have something. Does isn't there besides Halloween? Isn't there something else happening this weekend that we need to know about? We didn't even not talk about I, Japan once. No, because they're not. I don't know. Well, that's we're at the end of that. We're going to wrap it up tonight. We're already nine minutes over. So, uh, we'd like, don't forget, you can support us at ko-fi, ko-fi.com slash PWO123. We got a uh, pretty generous gift from the number one fan of, uh, of Charlotte Flair's posterior. Um, <laughs> so, that's... Uh, Derriere. Yeah, we know who we all we all know who we're talking about. Uh, maybe that's why Charlotte's out. She's been getting some work done. I don't know. 
she's, she's, she's tired of hearing about it. But I did find out when we heard about that bit that Charlotte Flair's ass has its own Twitter page. So it does. You want to go follow that's and that's all it's all it is is that's what it's pictures of uh if anybody wonders we have we uh, also have a twitter uh if anybody wonders we have comments uh all from uh one pat lily himself uh the old bucks and cleaner kenny holding all the straps soon cleaner kenny equals best kenny irrational hatred oh yeah well I don't know if I would say irrational. I would say the hatred, the level of hatred is probably irrational. I get the overacting no, thing. No, no, yeah, and, and Dwight, that's fair. Listen, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't hate anything. I mean, I, I just, there isn't enough time on a podcast for me to get going. It, it really isn't. God knows. I mean, we've had uh, a year, and we're still talking about how much you hate Kenny Omega. Yeah, it's not going to stop. <laughs> uh, Whiskey Tango 6 on Saturday, Dwight? Saturday night, Jay's in, up there on Route 1 in Garrisonville. Uh, it, there's a Halloween costume contest, so hey. If I come dressed uh, as Orange Cassidy, will I win? Oh, jeez. Uh, yes. I will. <laughs> no. You got, hey, if you, no, you won't win if you come dressed as Orange Cassidy, but if you come dressed as the Shockmaster or as whatever <laughs> Michael Hayes was on the next day, how to have it. I need to go do well tomorrow. Well, and Shockmaster. I, I, find, try and find that shirt. It's yeah, a, it's a vicious. I told you. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> Don't forget the black fanny pack. You gotta have the black fanny pack to go along with the or- orange outfit. Uh, all right. Please like, comment, share, subscribe on all of our social medias. Uh, here, Instagram, uh, podcast apps. Twitter, MySpace, New York Uh-oh. Post, LinkedIn, uh, Bumble, Hinge. Yeah, you know, even phone poles. You know, every yeah. now and again, you see the phone poles. You know, as you walk around town, IHOP. You know, yeah. places like that. Uh, you never know. In case anybody cares, Trevor Lawrence has tested positive for COVID nineteen. Oh, so why couldn't he have done that before the Virginia game? <laughs> uh, go vote. Stop. Yeah. Don't don't let don't buy the don't buy the hype. If voting mattered, they wouldn't let you do it. Oh, sorry, that's my <laughs> that's my PSA. <laughs> Woo! All right, let's get out of here. Okay, we'll see y'all next time. See y'all later. <laughs>